This week's pod is sponsored by Nova Energy Drink, which was established in 2019 when the need for a better energy drink in the marketplace was there. Many people who could not consume other caffeinated products, including coffee and sodas, showed this product to their doctors and they found that it was safe for a variety of health issues. With zero sugar, 1.5 grams of carbs, getting rid of common ingredients that cause allergic reactions, and only five calories per serving, Nova Energy Drink is set to be the healthier choice for our customers while providing long-lasting energy. Nova Energy Drink has now shipped worldwide with an expansive customer base, including some well into their 90s. Their continuing goal is to share this groundbreaking product with people searching for a better energy solution. We have three different flavors, Galactic Grape, Strawberry Moon, and Celestial Punch. If you go to NovaEnergyDrink.com and use the code word GEO, you get 10% off your order. Welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast once again with your boy Davy Lips. And uh, do I have your attention, Gio? Listen, I will walk off the podcast, so help me God. I'm Why? not doing this tonight. What's happened, Gio? You're not happy to <laughs> see her back? <laughs> Ten seconds into this phone call, and I got you and our special guest over here giving me Eva Marie facts. But... I don't like this. <laughs> so, yeah. So, on that. We actually are blessed with a guest once again, um, Wrestling Communities. Jay Calls, how are you, sir? I'm absolutely fantastic. I know I've already said it, but I'm just so amazed by one of 10 Eva Marie facts that I'm going to be giving to you lot for free tonight. So just number 10, she dreamed of being a soccer star. I don't know if anybody else knew this, but football, soccer, whatever, either way, Either way, Eva Marie, that's a mouthful just there, had major aspirations of making it as a pro in the world of a beautiful game. Carry on. <laughs> and we do. Jay has 10 facts that he will just randomly <laughs> drop in through the next hour of your time. Um, right, but first, let's obviously touch on, um, obviously, me and Gio, we've watched you a lot. Um, explain, maybe, I, I know you put a little bit of a back burner, but... Where, what you do wrestling-wise, content-wise, your wrestling history. Uh, give us a quick summary of Jay, the wrestling you... fan. <laughs> How many Bond games you just... broken? Oh, <laughs> I just, wow, that, that one came pretty quick. <laughs> but um, basically, I've done quite a few uh, wrestling universes over the last few years. Everyone, unfortunately, knows my legacy as being that guy who actually took a pair of scissors to a WWE 2K20 disc live on stream and TikTok. And yeah, the, the video's gone around quite a bit. Yeah, I'm, I I'm not proud of my actions. A command. Right my I, I, thank you so much for that. <laughs> <laughs> my wrestling, uh, when I started with wrestling, was late 90s, just like dabbling in it a little bit, more sort of interest in the very early bits of the... Uh, Rufus Aggression era, then took a massive, massive break and started watching again around WrestleMania 28, I think it was. And it's only been recently, I've sort of been very on and off of it, but I do still keep uh, keep in touch with little bits of SmackDown, NXT, AEW. Um, been to Royal Quest, New Japan's show when that uh, came around about two years ago, I think that was now. Time 
flies with that. So, yeah, I, I sort of I... keep in touch with that. So, yeah, wrestling-wise content, don't really do so much for it. Like you said, a bit of back burner. Didn't find it as fun, but, but who you, knows? You, Maybe one day it'll come through. Mm. It'll come back. Yeah, two K twenty two. We could all two K twenty two if they pay me and they let me say bad things about it, <laughs> and they it. give me the collector's edition. Why not? You're, you're, you're my beta test. What are you talking about? <laughs> if they pay you, <laughs> it hits different. We'll find out how bendy that CD is, eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out how different it really does hit. <laughs> Was it? That oh, I'm gonna walk off in a second. <laughs> So, yeah. So, question that, because obviously you say you took a break. That from early 90s, like from when you first started watching it, was it difficult to get back into when you come back? Because I've suffered through it all. And when I say to people that, oh, I haven't watched it since so and so, it seems to be really difficult to get back into. Do you, do you find that? Did you find that? Is that part of the problem? Like maybe expectations were higher because of what it was before, or maybe you've just grown. Different. Was it difficult to get back into it after your big break? To be honest, probably the most difficult thing about it was catching up on what I'd missed pretty much. Uh, actually getting back to watching it was pretty easy. I had quite a few friends and a new local landlord pretty well who used to actually like run the events on pay-per-view for people to watch until like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning with like burgers being served, drinks on tap until about four or five in the morning. So I just went to a few of those watch along parties and it was pretty easy to get back into like that. I'm just trying to think who was big around WrestleMania 20. I think that was the the Rock Cena once in a lifetime, first time. Oh okay. so everything's from sort of like then onwards. <laughs> so it was just catching up on everything pretty much before that. But it was probably the hardest bit, but I fell back in love with it pretty quickly straight away. Um, so obviously this week, two very different shows for me that WWE run. Um SmackDown and Raw, which are obviously like the main two. If you've watched it this week, it's it, it I I struggle at the minute to believe it's the same company writing both shows. Of the difference between SmackDown and Raw for me is huge right now um i mean smackdown this week i thought was great like that main event i mean the show was all about the main event i got that and it delivered it now do you think part of it is the writing or the fact raw is three hours and high expectations whereas smackdown's only two hours and maybe lower expectations from people do you feel like it's a bit like that or do you think it's just a very a much much better show written one more attention hmm i i've not been a massive fan of the three hour voice since they announced it back God, how many years ago was it now that they really two in it? it it's just it's it's very surprising for a three hour show how little exposure some talent still manages to get in there mm. and I I haven't managed to watch Raw obviously because I'm, I'm working quite early on Tuesdays, so I can't don't get a chance to. Um, so I've probably watched a few little clips today, read a little bits and pieces on the report on it. But I actually sat down and watched through a SmackDown, and it's the first SmackDown I've actually watched from beginning to end in a very long time. And like you said, SmackDown this week was just an absolutely amazing, amazing show. Like. Compared to what I keep hearing about Raw, 
And um, yeah, I, I just like the whole story and going to different wrestlers okay, and the Hall of Famers but... backstage, just sort of like getting opinions on the main event. And it, it just built up really nicely. The matches were matches. I mean, Natalia, Tamina, Baszler, Jack's match didn't really think much of that one, but everything else built up at just the right pace, perfect for two hours. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Gia? The difference, the difference to me is the writers. They got Daniel Bryan and Edge over there helping out on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was what they said the other day. And, and I, think, I think a lot of that is. You could tell a lot of it's Daniel Bryan, though, because, you know, Cesaro never got this much attention. No. Although, I read a fact. Cesaro has not lost a singles match since May 2020. He hasn't. So, if that's not a push, <laughs> if that's not what everyone screams about... That, that's a fair, that's a fair like, length, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Like, I know, he's obviously, he's done quite a bit of tag team with Nakamura and stuff, but he's been in solo matches, like, throughout. Like, he's, he's not just been solely in the tag team with Nakamura and stuff. I mean, that's almost a year undefeated in solo competition. I mean, what more do people want? Um, it's wrestling fans right now. It just feels like, the, uh, we've said it before in this podcast, the cool thing is to hate WWE for something. You know, and I, I feel like that's become part of the problem, that when they do something good, people aren't now used to it. They just got to find something bad. Like this WrestleMania, for example, we had Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Apollo Crews, Big E, all in title matches, which is a clear shift to new guys. There was no Cena, no Triple H, no Taker, no Michaels, no nothing, you know? There was Hogan in a pirate costume, which, come on, who doesn't want to see that? Um, um, but people were still complaining about, oh, this card's weak, this card's that, this card. Okay, so what do you want them to do? If Goldberg had showed up, it, that would have been a problem. No Goldberg there, it's a problem. You know, McIntyre Lashley was main event. Like, I, I struggle at the minute with what wrestling fans are expecting, and do you guys find, do you think it's now wrestling fans more than the product or are they justified in most of their complaints? I, I don't find them justified in any complaints. I'm, I'm finding a lot on, especially on Twitter, it's usually those with the loudest voices, uh, the ones whose opinions are being taken for granted or being listened to the most, which is kind of true with most things in life. But there's, you know what? A, go on. I said, you know what I think it is? It's a lot to do with WrestleMania 30 and the fact that the fans were so vocal to get Daniel Bryan to that championship match, and they got it. Now they think that no matter what they do, if they're vocal about it, it's going to get the same reaction. Mm. But do you, I don't know. Yeah, they, I suppose they did the same with Kofi as well, didn't they? Like, that was, he was only in there because of injury to Ali. It was very hard to ignore, I think, with uh, Kofi. Like once, mm. once the fans were on board with it, there was really only one direction that that could go. They just had to sort of build up the right story, kind of on the fly, like you said, with the injury to Ali, to try and make that as much of a success as possible. And I think that they they did pretty pretty well with that, considering the amount of little time they had to to plan all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just yeah. They like the chase, but they hate the they they hate the defense. You know, 
It's the, they, they turned on Dean Ambrose. They turned on Kofi. They turned on Daniel Bryan. The minute these dudes win the titles that they want to see win the titles, they're like, oh, new guy, new guy, want him now. Yeah. Pickle. Daniel Bryan was right <laughs> when he turned heel. You know that. <laughs> he was actually right. Like, he, he was. I don't think that promo was, was faked. That was, was actually true, in my view. Um, like, yeah. For example, Dean Ambrose finally wins it, and immediately everybody's like, well, I'll give it to AJ Styles. AJ Styles now. Yeah. That's the thing. I, like, I, did, did, I do enjoy, I am looking forward to AJ and Omos's title run, though. Mr. Grand Slam, AJ. I just, you know, it's all being set up again for exactly the same matches that we've seen on um, WrestleMania. Like, I, I don't know. Um, no, we got a triple threat now, sir. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my mistake. It's not you know? the same. Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, so, obviously, this back on this. Strowman has to take a pin. Yeah, that's why he's in there, isn't it? And it would lead, hopefully, to like maybe Braun and Drew and let Lashley fight someone else. Kind of what I'm hoping. Um, but going back to SmackDown, obviously, the main event was Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. And if Roman Reigns won, Daniel Bryan had to leave SmackDown. What do you think is next for Daniel Bryan? Do you think he's now going to go quite part-time? Or do you think it, it's, it's an angle for more stuff, like he'll show up on any show? I mean, what do you think next for Mr. Bryan? Because he, he seems to be doing very well. Said he's going to NXT. I, I mean, would that, say that. Do you think that'd be impossible? Like, maybe he just becomes like... Remember when Cena was just turning up wherever he wanted? After they drafted and seen him, which rock up and do whatever he wants. He got the he got the double thing or whatever. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Like he got like drafted, except for Cena can go where he feels like it. <laughs> you think maybe they do something like that with Brian? Like, there's a lot of dream matches that they could do if he's going part time. Or do you think it is now he's going to move more into a? Hmm. I I could see the NXT, but I could also see maybe one-off appearances every now and then on Raw. I would be really interested to see him in NXT, though, because he, he has a lot of talent he's never worked with before. You're going to get some completely fresh matchups, and I, I just really want to see Daniel Bryan versus Johnny Gargano match. Mm -hmm. I, I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. I have a feeling that, you know, if Cesaro might, if Cesaro gets a win, I have a feeling that Daniel Bryan's going to take some sort of role in it, because the way they're saying it is he's not allowed on SmackDown. He's, he can show up on a pay-per-view, you know, so I have yeah, a feeling... Yeah, they were very clever with their word, didn't they? Just SmackDown. Show or something for him. But yeah, it'd be interesting. Interesting to see what they do. And obviously, does that mean, you know, what next for Edge? We haven't seen Edge. I haven't heard anything. I mean, do you think, like, he'll come back to SmackDown or do you think we're gonna he's going to take some more time off? Because he's only got, like, a five-match-a-year contract and he's done, like, four of them by April. So, I don't know. Be interesting to I'm see sure what we're going to do. Back by SummerSlam. Maybe Daniel Bryan Edge for SummerSlam. Mm, I, I'm going to take a bold prediction here and probably say Edge will be in a Survivor Series team. Okay. Do you think, Cause do you think it, he'll be on like TV until then? Be a bit of a lighter workload, I think, for him. Plus, it will definitely boost the numbers up for Survivor Series. Which Survivor Series, you're going to have quite a few... Uh, big tag team matches anyway, so you'd probably want to get as many people on the card as possible. Edge, I think, would be great for 
I'll probably say a, smack, a SmackDown team or something. Fair, fair, fair. Um, and the only other bits, um, the tag team division on SmackDown, uh, you know, the Street Profits and Riggler and Ziggler and Ziggler and Rude. Um, very, very tired of seeing those two, but isn't any other tag team SmackDown? Do you, I, I worry about the Street Profits. Like, I thought the six-man match was all right. Um, Bianca and the Street Profits against Bailey and that. But it's just... It's very tiring. I'm very pleased with Ziggler and Rude. Like, again, Rude is one of them. I see loads of comments about not being used right. Bobby Rude is like a US title champion, NXT champion, multiple tag team runs. He's done okay. I don't think people look. Um, but do you worry about like the hot across both brands, really? Like the tag team division, there isn't anything like new. Do you think they've given up on tag team wrestling? Um, or you think it's just putting new teams together? They seem to just want to split them up. Just, yeah, if I mean, look what happened with uh, Raw last night with one of the better teams, which was part of one of the best stables we'd seen for the best part of a year, two years. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was actually uh, thinking about this while I was watching SmackDown last night. And I mean, Rude, I think, is in the right place. Mm. It definitely should be in a tag team. But how I rank the titles, I, I rank the tag team titles lower than the mid-card titles. Yeah. I, it's, it's definitely an afterthought, and I didn't I didn't even know who the SmackDown Tag Team Champions were before I started watching last night. Yeah, it, yeah, I, and that's I literally had not got a clue. Yeah, and you, you know the tag titles right now are on Ziggler and Rude and AJ and Omos. Neither of them actual tag team, you know. Um, and obviously Cedric and Shelton have upset someone, <laughs> like losing <laughs> yeah. to Lucha House Party. Like, they've been beaten a lot. And I, I don't... There must be something that's happened backstage for them to be treated and booked the way that they are. But, you know. Maybe that's their way of leaving Shelton off and giving, you know, Cedric Alexander a singles thing now? It was a good promo by Cedric, it was, to be honest. That, I think even if it's not in um, the Hurt Business, this has helped Cedric a lot. You know, absolutely. it shows, like, the arrogant, cocky guy seems to fit him quite well much like with apollo like this heel turn is almost save apollo you know it's funny in it like how a heel turn can save people look at roman reigns new day when they first come you know apollo now Sami Zayn, bailey you know it's almost saved careers of people so maybe cedric do it will lead to like cedric shelton maybe at the pre-show of backlash and let shelton go off into the distance but he's not I don't know. Yeah, I, it's a shame because I like Shelton Benjamin, but I do think that ship has sailed um, for Shelton to do anything useful. Um, the other one that was last night, Angel Gaza and Drew Gulak getting some time. Do you think this is the return of Gaza? Like, because he rated very highly. Vince McMahon called him a, a future Eddie Guerrero style. I mean, that's a pretty high compliment to get from Vince. You think now is time for a Gaza push, finally? I think we'll wait and see on that one. It seems to be very uh, stop and start with Gaza at the moment. But it's it's TV time. A win over someone who's always going to give you a good match in a Gulak. And yeah, I think we'll, we'll wait and see on that one. I, I don't think it will amount to much, but it's a good start to proving me wrong. 
Um, so the next part, obviously, you watch SmackDown. Um, I'm guessing it's Reigns, Cesaro for the foreseeable future. Peeking about this, wait and see. You think Cesaro could finally get a tight run, or do you think they're sticking with Reigns much longer? I mean, and if not Cesaro, who could possibly be Roman Reigns right now? I would make a re another bold, bold prediction and say Reigns is probably going to be champion until either Royal Rumble next year or WrestleMania. I uh, we we know how much I love Cesaro. I'm an absolute mark mm -hmm. for him. But it's I with Reigns in the position he's in at the moment, he is absolutely unstoppable and still has a full roster he can plow through before maybe someone like Big E, if he gets that Royal Rumble win that a lot of people were predicting at the start of the year. Mm, he's already the favourite, like early betting. Yeah. He's he's the favourite. And Keith Lee is the joint. Keith Lee, well, we we'll have to see what uh Keith Lee does. I haven't seen him or much from him in a little Just... while, but both completely realistic challenges to possibly dethrone Roman sometime next year. I, I think he'll keep the championship for that long. So it's just the wrong time for Cesaro to finally get all this momentum behind him because I, I just can't see, even if there's a, like Gio said earlier, with Daniel Bryan maybe having something to do with Cesaro versus Roman at maybe Backlash or any future pay-per-view, I, I still don't think Cesaro's unfortunately going to get that win. Do you think it's I'm... more than appeasing fans? The way that they keep using it, like they keep specifying that it's only SmackDown he was banned from. But do you see them really, like Roman Reigns right now, arguably the best thing in wrestling from a character point of view. If you're looking at it from story, probably none better than where Roman Reigns Exact performance even with that wise right now. Even with the weird new music. I love the new music. Listen, so good. Like I've seen people hoping... complaining about it. Like it's not the shield I'm music. Really like I'm happy. <laughs> I'm not complaining more of I hope that they keep it the way it is and they don't add lyrics or anything to it. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he stays chap though until he gets to face the rock? I mean, I'm guessing it's the rock at some point. With this Reigns, head of the table character, it's going to be The Rock. Do you think he stays I reckon he'll, he will still beat The Rock. You think, yeah. They'll I mean, give The Rock to him and he will He will probably give The Rock, in theory, his last match. Yeah. I. That's what I'm assuming. That Reigns, because it has to happen one day. We have to have, especially this version of Reigns, have to have him fight The Rock. This head version of, of Reigns is unstoppable. I, uh, I do wish that... Uh, one of the Uso, or when both Usos come back, I'm going to assume that both Usos are going to side with him and maybe use that as a, a win to a pay-per-view at some point. But I wish they'd sort of like let him be as dominant as he can be just in case we get a, a certain Lesnar back at some point. Oh, okay. So Lesnar then. You want him to go for Reigns or you think this is the time that we finally get Lashley? I would like to see a Lashley Lesnar, but I just uh, I we're throwing around like names like The Rock, and obviously we mm. think like Keith Lee, Biggie, and stuff like that. There's nothing to say with uh, how surprising and they make some of Lesnar's appearances that that could happen at some point. Let's say Roman takes it net past like next WrestleMania, and he's still the champ past then. Maybe a SummerSlam opponent in Brock if Brock decides to 
maybe come back at some point. I mean, we might have seen the last of Bok, in which case we can p- completely disregard this part of the conversation. But yeah, yeah, we I, I think very, this out. <laughs> I think once we start, yeah, yeah, we will. We'll, 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 uh, we'll revisit it that. and delete it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I told you so. Um, but um, I think once we start seeing brains depend less on Usos and be this absolute beast that we know he can be would be the chance would be the time to see brock finally come back and it will be such a hyped up fight i it is so i never thought i'd ever say i never thought i'd ever say i can't wait to see a heel roman versus a face lesnar or let's be fair it's probably gonna be a tween lesnar because he'll pretty much just lay waste to anybody so yeah i mean maybe that's the ultimate payoff in it like those two that they've booked so unstoppable you know which quite rightly i again all the time people complaining about this like especially like the kofi match and me and geo said on here what did they think was going to happen you know kofi was a complete underdog throughout lesnar is an absolute machine i thought it was booked as realistic as a kofi lesnar fight would be (laughs) he would beat kofi in a few seconds in real life you know so i I always thought that they they booked Lesnar perfect, and I don't think there's any trouble with that. As as you say, like for him to come back, Lashley one side and this unstoppable Reigns on the other would be intriguing. I mean, there's some talk that Cena's going to be back through the summer too to challenge Reigns as well. Please be a heel, Cena. Uh, <laughs> one day, one day. Like, ah, because I, uh, I, 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 I watched the document. I watched the thing last night about remember when Rock was heel. When he come back and fought Hogan, the Hollywood Rock in 2003, for me, some of the best Rock ever. <laughs> Him and the Hurricane, absolute yeah. classic. Like, just <laughs> that Rock, that arrogance, and you know the reason was like, oh, you booed me when I when I fought Lesnar and stuff, and just made such sense. And he does it so well. And Cena could come back like that, like at any point. Cena could handle that. Um, well, we know how yeah. versatile Cena is anyway. We had that uh, match against Bray Wyatt, which yeah. were cinematic, true, but still just so many sort of like areas and different sort of, I don't know how to explain it, like uh, shades of characters that mm-hmm. Cena can portray if he really, really wanted to. Plus his acting as well. So that's obviously he's going to get better every every month with that. So it'll be interesting. Gotta... That's my get a haircut. <laughs> yeah. You can't be a heel with that dad hair. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's gonna be the gimmick, just the ultimate yeah. dad coming in to yeah, just comes whip, out and whip a snap his into shape, you know, just jokes. like Yeah, he comes out and tells a dad joke every week. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it's a bit speaking like of, uh, what I've yeah. yeah, speaking of uh things to sort of come in and say, well, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to take this moment just to say that Eva Marie actually has two degrees. Oh, good lord. The first of those was a Bachelor of Arts in Business Management. Would you believe it? And that was from Fullerton's California State University. Highly reputable, according to my uh, sources. And then she followed it up, Gio. Would you believe it? By a minor degree in the field of human resources. Ha, huh, she's... she's oh, just the evolution of Eva Marie. <laughs> hey, right, now that I uh, took your attention away from that, you, know, I, I, you have my attention now. <laughs> What do you okay? I know we 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 mock it. Oh god. That, there's been some Twitter stuff about her taking Mickey James's space, taking Peyton Royce's space, her oh. taking Billy Kay's space. 
When did she sign? <laughs> it was, there was a apparent leak as well as this apparent sign-in around October, November last year on the roster page. She's uh, just... People just want to find any reason to put hate on. She's going to be an ultimate heel magnet. And it's not even going to be like turn off TV heel heat either. I like, look at I don't know if either of you two either of you two play on words, but I don't know if uh, either of you two um ever saw even Marie versus Bailey for the NXT Women's Championship at full sale. If oh, you maybe. ever get a chance to watch it, please do because it is one of the most polarizing reactions you'll ever hear from a crowd in your life. It, yeah. it is so good. Like no, nobody in the building, not even the people. I'd probably say most of the roster wanted Eva Marie to win that match, and boy, did it show! Yeah, and the thing is, is that you always need someone that can generate that kind of heat. There has to be someone on that show, on the show, that generates heat like that. Which is why I always have. have I'm a big Baron Corbin fan. I was because, just because going to that. mention him if you didn't. Yes, yeah, because of that. Like, he got told, what's in the comment, that he generates Vicky Guerrero levels of heat. Now, if you're a heel, there's probably no bigger compliment that you can get than say you generate Vicky Guerrero levels of heat. I mean... Yes. <laughs> that's... I mean, I, I, I've always loved Corbin. I, you know, I, I do think he'll have a title run at one point. You know, when they do those heel runs we mentioned before we started recording, like the Jinder Mahal run which was there to pee you off. That was the point of it. Meant to be annoyed. Meant to just a it. transitional heel champ, just so yeah. that you can get your next uh, face to come in and yeah. get an Swagger. even bigger reaction. Jack Swagger had it years ago. I don't think he was meant to be a heel, but I hated every second. JBL. And JBL's title run. Hated every second of it. That's the point. Supposed to get behind the good guy a bit, you know? And that's what guys like Corbin, and I'm sure what even Marie will do. Um, but it's so good to see her back. Just, <laughs> just so happy. I, just, oh. I can't even hide it. <laughs> I, I just, I want to just fit another one in here before on. everyone carries on. But she's also a major Street Fighter fan. So in addition to being a nifty soccer player with two degrees to her name, Eva Marie is also a badass when it comes to the Street Fighter video game franchise. Man, yes. Okay. Oh, I knew you'd come around eventually. <laughs> see, we we work him down. By seven, he's already... By eight, he's already into it. Let's go. We'll make Gio a Eva Marie fan by the end of the pod. Oh, God. Um, so do, do you watch any AEW uh, and other promotions, or do you just stick with, like, the NXT SmackDown kind of thing? I, I watch a little bit of AEW every now and then. Like, uh, I kind of treat it a bit like Raw and SmackDown, where I'll, I'll probably read the reports and see what else is going on. And intrigued is probably the only word I can use to describe the whole Omega situation at the moment. I have no idea what's going on. Um, sorry, not, not no idea what's going on. I know what's going on. I just have no idea what they're, how they're going to sort of, they're about to book themselves into a really, really horrible corner. And I, I have no idea how they're going to get themselves out of it. What, uh, from an AEW bit. point of view or an Impact point of view? Um, Impact, I think this has helped Impact greatly. Like People complaining and saying about, well, what's Impact gained from this? And these are mm. the same people who have never spoken about Impact since it's been called Impact. 
Yeah, so their they job's already done there. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they still say TNA for those guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I think what I wanted to happen was when Ibushi in New Japan had both his titles. I, I kind of wanted Omega to get that Impact title, have his two titles. Then you've kind of got two people who referring to themselves as gods. Like Ibushi mm-hmm. had a uh, had a um, a period where he was saying he was one of the gods of New Japan. And I think a god versus god with the history that Kenny Omega has with Ibushi anyway, it, it would have been any, anyone who likes a certain man's ratings, which involve the uh, <laughs> Tokyo Dome, would have been absolutely frothing at the mouth for that uh, for that match, mm. which could still happen. So what, do you, what corner do you think they're getting themselves into? What do you think will be? It's it's just getting to a point where how do they realistically? get the titles off of Omega after he's just pretty much ploughed through. Well, well there's, there's rumours of... Um, I don't watch too much Impact, so I have, don't really have too much of an idea of who's who in terms of rankings. I've heard uh, a name like Moose saying a realistic chance of taking the Impact title off Kenny. And then it comes to AEW where it's just like... I'm not sure where they're going to go as of yet, unless they're going to have Hangman Page come it's in with their history as well. Anniversary. You think mm. it'll be Samoa Joe? It's going to be Joe at anniversary. You think there's some maybe some some legs to that? Samoa Joe going back to Impact and taking it back, going back home almost. <clears throat> or do you think you know maybe he is injured? Like you know, actually. He's had a lot of concussions. Like, he had two concussions on suspension for medicine for concussions. You know, I just... That's, that's pretty serious. But God, you think that maybe angle headbutt must have been so hard. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the commentary with Michael Cole has just sent him... You know, I think, I think that's it. Having to put up with that. Uh, but hey, I, maybe some legs on Joe yeah, going back to... Yeah, I, I yeah, like me. Michael Cole as a commentator. It, I okay. think he does really good. You the, mean such great things like his WrestleMania commentary of... Hey guys, it's raining. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of commentary, how good is Pat McAfee on SmackDown? Wow. Yes, I, like, I was wow. reasonably impressed with that. I didn't yeah. hear too much of him in NXT, but no, from what I've heard, it's it's a really good start. And once he, he gets into the like, job a bit more, the main event Friday, like he'd been doing it for years. You know, for me, like it, like he he'd been doing it for years. But to be fair. He presents a lot. He talks a lot. He's, he's almost like second nature. Like if Pat McAfee isn't live on YouTube or recording something or SmackDown, you know, he's he's talking a lot. Man must make needs to get sponsored for throat sweets. That would be uh, <laughs> the key. <laughs> the key. Yeah, let's get le- let's get Lemsip and uh, lozenges get on the line. Get them on. <laughs> Pat McAfee's your man. Um, speaking of AEW, obviously there was a report come out that. Tessa Blanchard and her husband Daga um, have, were all but signed, um, and then it's come out that it's not true. Do you, yep, do you... I'm just reading today. There's they are nowhere near it. Yeah. So... I, do you think it's difficult for anyone to sign her with the history of her? Do you think that puts people off, which is why she hasn't signed with anyone yet? It's obviously going to be a bit of a stumbling block. But, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure if AEW really wants to sign her, they'll get it done. They'll find a way to have it make sense. They'll find a way for the PR 
to make it work and she'll pretty much she will pretty much be a very very high echelon top player i think of the women's division because she's so, one of the best like if you want if you take all the other stuff away and you look at it just from a wrestling point of view like she is pretty dumb <laughs> there isn't many better i just feel that wwe would be a better fit but it may be they're trying to make themselves a package deal like her and her husband um because it was him that i saw first that he was in talks to sign with a u.s promotion but there's apparently no interest in wwe for him so um and maybe that's the stumbling block but she does need to get back into wrestling soon because she's a talented girl and you know you don't want to you don't want to mess up things like that at all um so yeah um On uh, on to the more SmackDown. Sorry, I was looking at my reports there trying to find some news, but on, mm-hmm. <laughs> on to SmackDown. Um, the Apollo Crews Intercontinental thing, obviously still with Big E. Are you tired of those two now? Do you think it's spoiling both of them? Or do you think, you know, do they need to separate them? Like, how much more can we watch those two do what they do, you know? What we want and what we're going to get are going to be two completely different things. We we know for a fact this is with how absolutely unstoppable uh, Commander Aziz is that yep Commander yeah. Aziz, Aziz. He, he whoa, did did he look really good after that match yeah like, but when I do think, you think with, yeah him and Omos that were in Raw Underground where they both are right now huge improvement I miss Raw Underground I did you like I, I, I like I liked it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah it, it was corny. Don't get it. It was really, really corny. But at the same time, may, maybe not have a championship on there, but you could sort of bleed some of the stories over. I mean, that they put Lashley in there at some point, and yeah, I, I didn't mind it. It was, it was different. But yeah, on to well, me complaining about it. It's not going to bring it back. But no. yes, with uh, with beginning of Apollo, it, it does need to pretty much move on. But now we've just seen uh, Owens get involved. We've seen Zayn get yeah. involved. So we know what's going to happen over the next two, three weeks. There's going to be a lot of tag team action with probably promos at the start of the show leading up to tag teams at the end of the night. And I think it's probably going to culminate into a fatal four-way at some point, which, to be honest, I would really enjoy an Owens, Big E, Zayn, and Apollo fatal four-way. Like, especially like... Big E, obviously, knowing he's on the cusp of pretty decent push if reports are to be, you know, like, I do think they need to stop reuniting him with New Day. I do think it needs to now be a complete break. I get that it still sells, but I really do think it needs to stop being sort of referenced and maybe a slight change in Big E. Um, if he's going to be taken seriously, like dancing and other I, I did notice something slightly with that, and I noticed you got little info bars on uh, people's entrances on the side of Big E's as he was making his entrance. It actually did say has uh, split up with Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods as part of the draft. Now, fast forward to Raw last night, I did catch a few of the uh, uh, what's it called uh, entrances and stuff like that, mm. and Big E's face, cartoon face, still appears on the New Day Titantron. See, see, so I don't think is that he there? Isn't he? They're not, not making it really that yeah. clear at the moment, and his voice is still on there as well. Yeah, 
Actually, and I don't think that helps Big E. Like, for me, Woods and, and Kofi um, have the charisma to carry that gimmick on. Big E has always been, I mean, you go back in time, we've said it on here, that Big E was originally Vince McMahon's choice for that Roman push. That was the original guy until they talked him out of it and said, actually, no, there's this Roman. Um, if, they, if they're finally going to do it, he needs to break away from them completely. Like, completely. Like, it needs to be separated now for me. But as you say, with uh, Owens and Sami Zayn getting involved on Friday, which is clearly to help move away from the Big E crews, I've now got my eyes on, like, a fatal four-way. Imagine the match those four could put. Goodness me. <laughs> Goodness me. Um, I could taste that. I could get some of that. Um, now, the other bit is Seth Rollins. Where do you think Seth Rollins fits in all SmackDown at the moment? Like He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. I don't see a place for him right now. I love Seth Rollins. Don't get me wrong. Uh, this is not me saying I love the character. I like the Messiah thing. I love it. SmackDown doesn't feel like the place for him right now, but can you see him on Raw either? You know, with where Raw is. Where do you think Seth Rollins gets slotted in right now? If if you could book Seth Rollins, what would you do with him? It's it's a really hard one because like like Joe said, he, he does he does not fit anywhere. And with the gimmick he's got at the moment, he shouldn't be alone either. No. Like what what the setup he had with um, Authors of Pain and uh, Buddy Murphy was absolutely perfect. You know, it it worked out and it it kind of elevated Buddy until, um, well, we we don't really see him much at the moment. And Authors of Pain, well, that's we we all know what happened there. But a bit sorry for it, Authors of Pain. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I, it's, yeah, injuries in it just too unreliable. Yeah, I think having a massive match between them and uh, the Viking experience, Viking experience, Viking Raiders, War Machine. What are they called now? <laughs> <laughs> Eric and Ivar. That's what I just Eric and Ivar. Up. Is that even their <laughs> real names? <laughs> yeah. That's all I've done. I, I gave up. Whatever. I think it's Viking Raiders right now. I think we Dude. could have had a really, a really good, solid. I know people definitely well, disagree with me on this. Whatever one you call them, the other one is just the name of their finisher. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I I can go with that one. That's so. true. Is it the finish of the Viking experience? Is that that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it? Oh yeah, no. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's an experience we all want to blow and forget. There was that one week where they were actually called the Viking experience, but then they got changed to War Raiders, and they they gave the Viking experience name to the finisher. Jeez. Oh, good boy. <sighs> It's such good. Oh, actually, I don't know yeah. if I'm allowed to swear <laughs> no, on this, so right. I won't. Yeah. I won't come in with that. But um, no, right. with uh, with Seth, Seth, I, I don't know. Bit, so. <laughs> like I said, it's um, it's a really hard one. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. It doesn't work unless there's a face champion. Yeah, Seth's Seth's gimmick right now, I don't think would be as effective. It'll probably work with fans, but I don't think it'll be as effective. As a face, as he is, as he is a great heel. That that yeah. laugh is just iconic. And but and so there's the yeah. thing. If Cesaro's going for Roman, like Cesaro would be the next thing for Rollins. For me, who there's no one else on the roster. Like he's done stuff with Owens as this character. He's been through Nakamura. He's done a match with Cesaro. What other faces are there for Rollins? Well, it is Smackdown? Seth versus Cesaro next week. 
mm-hmm. actually on a uh, was it the, they've called it a throwback SmackDown or something? If there's oh, no fist, God. it's not a throwback. If there's no fist, it's not a throwback. Oh, That's it. And good. if Teddy Long doesn't come out and tell someone they're going one on one with the Undertaker, I ain't interested. So we might have to just quote that from uh, Mr. Davy himself. If there's no fist, there's no throwback. Exactly. <laughs> That's a potential I, podcast name for you as well, I, I suppose. Uh, but I wish that was the first time I've ever said that as well. <laughs> uh, anyway, but <laughs> that could be next week's uh, podcast yeah, name for you. Yeah, Already done. Look at this. Just always. We're, we're all, yeah, we're always two steps ahead, you know. I love that. <laughs> Jay's already named the next next week's podcast. Beautiful. Um, but yeah, so then, okay, so if there's nothing on SmackDown, would you go to Raw? Do you see anything over there? Like, it probably mix up what happens at the top, but only if they make... I, I see Lashley having a bit of a longer reign, to yeah, be I honest. Yeah, I feel like they've got it on Lashley now. Yeah, definitely, and, and deservedly so. I mean, the guy is... It looks great. It looks absolutely amazing during his matches. He actually did have a little bit of the crowd behind him as well at the same same mm-hmm. time during Mania, I noticed. Yep. And yeah, he is on a bit of a roll and he's exactly where he needs to be. Especially if, like you said, you want to see, and I think a lot of people want to see Lashley against Brock at some point. Well, when he so. won the title, trended on Twitter straight after, was Lashley v. Lesnar. Trending <sighs> more than him as champion. It's never happened, am I right? No, yeah. And I think the thing is, is when Lashley come back, because of the background, like the MMA stuff and whatnot, Lashley is probably on the roster with the way they booked Lesnar, the only one that you could believe give Lesnar a proper match outside of probably Reigns and McIntyre. You know, Lashley could actually go toe-to-toe with him. Like, and it's believable. You, you could imagine Lashley hurting Lesnar, like, properly, you know? Yes. And I think that's the key. But be- this is the Lashley that we've all wanted since he resigned. I think I don't think people have realised how good it was to have Lashley back. Um, I was super hyped. Like Lashley for me, one of my favourites from back then. Like the stuff with the Marga. I know it was all a meme, but those two at the time were were amazing for me. Like I thought these this is the future. Um, uh, and yeah, as you say, like I don't see them. I see Lashley at least being champ through to SummerSlam. I don't think it will change anytime soon. Who's taking it off? I don't know. The minute the problem they've got is they the two champs they have booked as almost perfect heels, and there isn't a face for me under Drew McIntyre that I believe the crowd are behind. And this is what my like, where I'm my head's at. Like at the minute, who are the faces? Like after Drew and Lashley, who's the face on Raw that's gonna step up to Bob Lashley? Matt Riddle. I mean, maybe Keith Lee, a returning Keith Lee, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. There's, <laughs> there's just no one right now. Like, because the next good big guys, you know what? Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Fiend, heels, heels, heels. You know, Randy Orton's obviously doing this thing with. Bro. Okay, bro. Oh, I'll tell you what, that that backstage segment when uh, <laughs> Orton got pelted with uh, <laughs> with tomatoes and Riddle just came past. Oh man, I died. Yeah. People, people at work were wondering what was wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors banging like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like, hey, where did you come from? I'm from Earth, dude. 
the thing is, and like, so they've the, the the reason is apparently Orton's got a bad shoulder, which is why they've moved into like the tag team thing. But I feel that this is this is done better than anything else they could have done. Like, it's That's obviously the- leading to an Orton Riddle feud for a bit. I like this way. I know everyone's saying, ah, oh, this tag team that don't get along thing is overdone. It's because it's a classic, and if it's done right, it's enjoyable. You know. And I'm I'm enjoying it. I like in like I have to say I think one of the underrated matches on WrestleMania that surprised me was Sheamus Matt Riddle. I thought that match was amazing, like yes. top draw stuff. You know, I for me it changed my opinion. Like I've always always known Sheamus is Sheamus, and but it changed my view on Matt Riddle because I'm like Sheamus is you know a talent. You'll always get a good match from Sheamus. It's very rare you come out of a Sheamus match going eh, you know. He was written yeah. hurt his shoulder like every few years, though. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's getting on now. Like, one year, I remember, he got hurt fighting Triple H, and then he re-injured it, throwing out his garbage. <laughs> I, I injure my back, throwing out my garbage every Monday. I have you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at that age. Um, but uh, yeah, would, then... you like to, would you like to talk about that MLW thing you sent me? Yeah, um, I was at just the last bit before we get in. You're going to do your No Way Out review today? Uh, of course. Do I got it? Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> no, so WWE, obviously, for the first time, not the first time, obviously, they did it with Evolve. They have signed a, a sort of agreement with MLW to send some NXT talent to there. Um, do, you think, do you think this is the start of maybe everything changing like that whole no interaction and separate brands do you see this with what AEW have done with like yeah, impact and now they're doing with mlw and it would evolve before do you see wrestling shifted into a more work together mood or do you think this is just one-offs hmm i would probably have to say it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, how mm. easily accessible each company is now, how much, how easy it is just to see what's going on, whether it's YouTube clips or these streaming services. But I, it's like I said with the Kenny Omega situation, him going across all these different brands, collecting all these championships, it, it's like it's kind of limiting. Oh, I'm. I'm I wasn't prepared for this question, so you have to bear with me on this one. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, uh, I think it's weird. We've, we've all wanted to have wrestling this accessible, and at the same time, we could be taking in too much at the same time. Uh, I think this whole forbidden door thing could get out of hand very, very quickly if there's not at least some sort of a cap put on. At the moment, everyone's throwing dream matches left, right, and center. And so it's just sunk in the back of my head saying, just let some of these companies be and have their own sort of universe. Mm. I, it's, it's just going to, I think, lead with some cases a little bit of overexposure. It's, yeah, it's good I, what I've done so far. Some, because, like, you know, we, we've said here, you can now watch wrestling pretty much every day of the week, you know? Yes. Like Monday Raw, Tuesday NXT, Wednesday AEW, Thursday Impact, or NXT UK, and then Friday, Thursday Smackdown. And Friday and Saturday. I mean, yes, yeah, Saturday with the <laughs> NWA stuff. You know, it's it's like, do we need to see them working together? Like, 
I don't feel like this AEW thing is helping Impact much at all. Like myself. Okay, they're a bit more exposure. I was enjoying Impact before they did this partnership. I have to say, I was getting back into it. Um, I don't... Someone has to always win is the problem with wrestling. And what happens to that brand after? Like, Kenny... Like, they don't hold any of their major titles, Impact. Their tag team titles are gone. World title is gone. You know, does that help them? Or is it just making people watch AEW? They're like, are them fans going to stick around Impact when Kenny Omega isn't the champ? I don't think so, because you really see Moose, Kenny Omega. Like, I like Moose. I love Moose. Don't get me wrong. But Kenny, that'd be like, yeah, it'd be like Cesaro beating Roman Reigns. As much as everyone wants it, I just don't see it. Right? Like, I just worry that with this stuff, the MLW thing makes sense. The NXT has got way too many guys across NXT UK and NXT. If they can go to MLW and do some stuff and make a name for themselves, great. Um, but I just, I worry about where it will all lead and maybe we don't want all this partnership that we think we you know like how many dream matches have we all missed out on me would take a sting haunt me to my very dying days and that would probably be the biggest one oh, <laughs> absolutely and they had the a biggest chance like yeah to do it and they blew it <laughs> yeah i just yeah i just i don't know how it didn't happen like I get what takers. I watched that last ride thing, which you haven't. If you haven't watched, by the way, anyone listening, go watch the last ride stuff. It's really, really good to see that version of Taker, and you know him saying that he didn't feel that they could put on the best match. But we got Sting, Triple H with a very old NWO and DX come out anyway. Like I don't know, it's annoying. There's many dream matches, but I don't know if I want to see them cross band. I want to watch AEW because it's different. You know, I was a big WCW guy back in the day and early TNA I, I really liked. And, you know, well, not so I, aces and eights kind of stuff is when I was really into TNA because I wanted something different. You know, WWE have always held the monopoly and sometimes I don't want to see the same. That's why I like AEW. It's a spot fest with loads of blood. Great. Sometimes I want to see that, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't see the partnerships helping too much myself. Um, the only other bit I wanted to touch on, I've written on down the side of my page, upside down, which seemed to make sense. Mansoor has finally signed on one of the main shows. He was on Raw, was it last night? Um, taking on Sheamus with Humberto getting, you know, involved and stuff. It's taken a while to get him onto TV, but I'm glad he's there. He's undefeated. Well, apart from whatever happened last night. Um, Ooh, it'd be interesting to see what they do with that. Yeah. Like, I know he's already, you know, he's looked good in the matches they've put him on in Saudi Arabia and stuff. Um, and on 205, he's looked really, really good. Um, but now he's officially on Raw. So I just wanted to make sure that we touched on that. So, Gio. Oh, dang. We're at, a, we're at an hour. Looks like we're done, guys. No, no. We've still got some Eva Marie facts, though. Don't we, don't we, Jay? I think we've got Well, more. yes. It's funny oh you God. say that. Funny you say that. I'll, I'll just I'll just give you one more. And as of October, November last year, did you know that Eva Marie has only had 34 TV matches, despite spending nearly four and a half years with WWE from early 2013 until mid 2014. The cold numbers state that Eva Marie actually only had 34 matches on TV. 
Do you want the, Do you want me to break that down a little bit more for you, Gio? Would you Would you like me to break that down for you? I knew you'd say yes. Of those, <laughs> 11 of those took place on Monday Night Raw, 10 on NXT, 7 on SmackDown, 5 on main events, and Eva was graced her presence on Superstars once. There you go. <laughs> she even made it to pay-per-view on two separate occasions, Gio. Did you know this? <laughs> I'll give you bonus points if you can guess which ones. Come on. Well, I think one of them was definitely... Re- I think she showed up at a WrestleMania, didn't she? Yes, absolutely right. One of them was at WrestleMania 30. <laughs> now, for an extra special gold star bonus point on top of that, can you guess the other one? No. Well, I knew it was in the back of your head somewhere, but it was 2013 at Survivor Series. Oh, uh, both pay per views, the Red Queen, as I know you like to call her, was part of <laughs> multi person matches. <laughs> yeah, see? God bless Eva Marie. God bless her. All uh, red, everything is back. Right. So, uh, Gio, you had No Way Out 2008 as your return to reviews, which wasn't so bad. Um, how did you find it? That's, uh, that's the one that had two Elimination Chamber matches, right? I think. Yeah, and it had Big Daddy V, which was disgusting. I forgot how disgusting he was to look at. Is that when he was with Matt Stryker? Because I hated Matt Stryker. Yes. Oh, I hated Matt Stryker on commentary no. as a person. Listen, Big Daddy V was not appealing at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, because he was in it, wasn't he? Well, Viscera, Mabel. <laughs> Boy, he's had so many names, didn't he? He's actually, Jerry's actual name is Nelson. A bit of useless information. His real name is Nelson. Why didn't they just give him that? Yeah, just have him as Big Nelson or something, and he could like try and do the Simpsons laugh. It'd be great. (laughs) It was nothing like this was such a mediocre show that I was like, "Why do y'all want me to review this?" There was nothing like even eye catching of it. Yeah, it must be someone's favorite. (laughs) Yeah, because it was pretty, pretty, pretty ordinary. So. Okay, we had Kane versus Shelton Benjamin for some yeah. random reason. Um, the ECW Championship was uh, was he the champ at the time? Because it was, was Punk. Wow, was it was it was leading into Kane beating him in three seconds at WrestleMania. God, and th- th- I think the the main points was it was a bit too obvious for me. Who was going to win the Elimination Chambers? From what I remember, it was a bit too obvious that Taker was going to win one and Triple H was going to win the other. Um, Look at the names in it. I mean, it was either Taker or Batista for that one because it was Taker, Batista, Finley, MVP, the Great Collie with Runjin Singh, and Big and Big Daddy B with Stryker. God, yeah. See, it could only be... <laughs> and the thing was, because Edge was champ at the time... Could only be Taker, you know? Um, and then in the other one, it was Triple H, Jeff Hardy, HBK, Jericho, Umaga, and JBL. Um, did that lead to, was it the triple threat match? No, that led to Triple H versus Randy Orton. You beat up my family feud. Ah, okay. Bye. That was the one where he was like, you kicked my dad in the head. You DDT'd my wife. Oh, is that when Triple H bust in his house and stuff? Yes. Oh, my God. That feels like a lifetime. Iconic. 
Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, almost as iconic as Austin and Brian Pillman, weren't it? Great TV we've had to go. WWE. The TV spoiled. we've had to truly spoiled. <laughs> oh exactly. no, I'm, you are correct. It was the triple threat match. Ah, one. there you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because that's where there yeah, the Shawn Michaels Cena Triple H one, yeah. What it no, that was Orton, Cena, and Triple H. Ah, okay. Cool. That's <laughs> right. That's one where John Cena was like, even though I won the Royal Rumble, I'm gonna challenge. I'm gonna challenge for that No Way Out, and then he lost by DQ. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I got it. Got it. But there we go. So it was a bit of a nothing pay per view. Like I see Ric Flair, Mister Kennedy. Blair would have to retire. I mean, he wasn't going to retire to Mr. Kennedy. And Edge versus Mysterio, probably the only match might have been worth anything. Hey, well, there we go. That's when Joey Styles was still commentary, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, the glory, the glory days, Joey Styles. Right. So what does wrestling content future hold for Jay? Let's wrap up on that. Can we get any spoilers? Or is it just you're going to wait and see how you feel? Yeah, wait. And we're we're going to make sure he gets 2K22 before he gets it. <laughs> we're gonna get, we gotta, gotta get Man, if I do, boy, Jesus, I am going to lay the smack down upon that. We're going to see how many different directions it can bend in. But... No, do you, how do you feel about uh, Are you going into it like just not thinking about it, wait and see? I mean, are you going to wait to see? how it plays or watch other people first what's your initial approach because like, I, you've done a lot of wrestling content it must be very difficult to almost be forced into making that decision that you made i mean a lot of yours is i don't know if anyone's watched uh is very creative um jay's stuff is very creative even though he does have his favorites and he rigs it against all the other ones that are actually put time in um it is a very creative base. we went an hour <laughs> And about five minutes before you mentioned the word rigged. And... Are you proud of me? Are you proud? It was rigged. You broke my arm. Like, I mean, stubbed for all this time. And I just get put on a losing streak and a broken arm. and take Wish I broke the other one as well. Oh my God. It was, it was brutal. <laughs> I remember, though, dude. I did message one saying, Jay, please help. What's he doing? Why is he losing? <laughs> I literally cried. And I was like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> No, no um, do you, did you feel that you was kind of forced into the decision or was it one that, you know, you felt maybe it'd come after? Because you put a lot of time and years into it. I, I, I did. I uh, still have all the spreadsheets because I'm an absolute nerd when it comes to spreadsheets. Ready to do it again one day if I do it again one day. But at the end of the day, where, when it comes to the streaming world, you, you, you've got to sort of come to a point where you either go with something that's going to cause you great, great stress, but a little bit of success or mm. do you just you know keep your hairline from going back even further and just go for something that you'd enjoy a little bit more and i i went for the, the latter on that one exactly so I, I didn't think work with the headline people though. miss is that because of how interactive and the spreadsheets and you know the number of people that get involved there's a lot of work away from the camera too like it's not like you were just streaming and hey guys this is it and then turn it off you know it's 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 a job but do you feel like if there's a game that can support you better that you'd be interested in doing it again 
With 2K, I'll definitely be giving the game a miss, no matter what is said about it, unless anyone from 2K listens and they want to send me the collector's edition. And what if you know, I do? what if I buy <laughs> physical and <laughs> I want it framed? <laughs> yeah, but no, I'll, I'll I'll definitely be taking a year out from it. Just yeah. I I've, I've been burnt once, I never want to be burnt again. Guys, yeah. my pals in my bio, please donate. <laughs> So we can get them. Yeah, that's it. Please don't. <laughs> Let's no no donations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one time Jay will actually not support donations. It's oh, for the I'll donations. <laughs> they'll just go towards my. They'll just go towards my future in Canada. You know, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be completely selfish about that. You, you will fund my plane ticket. <laughs> okay, and what we will end on here we go, a prediction. That nobody else would have thought of. One prediction for wrestling could be any show, any prediction, anything. What do you think will be one of the biggest surprises of the next few months of wrestling? <sighs> or like a dream that you want to see? I'm not going to go with a dream that I want to see, but I think in the next three months, they will announce. One of the major pay-per-views for WWE next year be held in the United Kingdom. Oh. I did it first, boys. I could, I could get behind that. I mean... I, I especially want it to be a SummerSlam. Well, yeah. SummerSlam 92 was one of my favorites, so... Well, until Sky Sports decided that you Americans had seen enough and put the football on. God. <laughs> 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 uh, best day ever. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Oh, God, it was just the outcry. And I'm like, well, that's normal. It's Man United Liverpool. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, God. Good job, Man United Liverpool from uh, this weekend didn't. Get around, wasn't enjoying the SummerSlam weekend. Those who oh, didn't know, fans came onto the pitch and they delayed the whole game. They cancelled the game. Yeah, cancelled it because <laughs> fans kicked off so much. So yeah. there you go. We own the copy of the Sky Sports SummerSlam one. And it's the funniest thing in the world because they're like, fuck your mid-card Crush versus Repo Man match, we got to talk fucking football. <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? You kind of explained it. <laughs> you know? Repo versus Crush? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm so proud that you called it football. Yeah, very proud. He's done this podcast so long with me now. <laughs> right. And on that they, note, they, on that bombshell. What? They right. kept promoting that your board game. It was like so weird. What board game? It was like some board game that came out in the 90s called Atmosphere. <laughs> oh, my God. That one with the videotape. Oh, my God. Yes. Wow. Yes, they kept promoting it. <laughs> I may be showing my age a little bit here, but it's all right. But, yeah, Atmosphere, you put a video in, and the guy speaking yeah. would give you instructions to play the game um, and call you Old Maggot if you were the oldest one. Which Definitely I before my time. Wow. <laughs> I think uh, I think I'm gonna go and and rewatch the Eva Marie Virginette. Then <sighs> that's what I'll do. I'll, nice. I'll actually be yeah. watching her wrestling reality show that she's currently doing on Facebook called Tilted Faces. I... And here's another fact for you, Geo. Just in case you want to log back into that old Facebook account, delete all the requests for Candy Crush, and go straight into Tilted Faces and Heels. It also involves uh, Big Swole and uh, Diamante, which is quite uh, quite nice. Yeah. There you go, Gio. Huh? You had enough even Marie? Slot that one in. Can't wait to see her in, in ring return and her kick the snot out of Tamina. That's what I'm waiting for. 
Tamina versus Eva Marie. Book it. <laughs> Squashing right. Becky Lynch by Christmas. Yeah, baby. Okay. Jay, thank you so much for agreeing to uh, to come on. Taking up thank you so much for having evening. me. It's been a blast. Absolute Absolute. blast. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and guys, all his uh, socials will be added onto the tweet. Make sure you check out Jay. His Twitter is actually very, very funny. Don't tell him I told you that. But his, twi- <laughs> his, his Twitter is actually on point. Uh, check him all out. As I say, it'll all be linked uh, when we release this. Uh, so make sure you check him out everywhere. Um, and again, Gio, I'll see you next week. And thanks again, Jay. No problem at all. I'm, I'm still here, so I did hear what you the nice things you said about me for once. That's no, all right. I pressed stop recording. Oh, God damn it. <laughs>